0: Hey everyone, this is Albert from the Topic Podcast Network. The following episode is brought to you by the Topic Podcast Network. It is a completely 100% listener-supported network. If you wanted to help us out, please head to co feecom forward slash Topic Network and also patreon.com forward slash Topic Network. Enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. Good to speak with you. How are you? Hello, welcome, welcome.
1: Well, thank you. How are you?
0: Very well. You are hailed here into Australia. We're sort of beaming you through the, the magic of <laughs> Zoom. Do you feel beamed? Do you feel like you've been transported?
1: I do feel as though my particles have been directly beamed to the land down under, absolutely.
0: That- is how you do it. I thought you were slipping into some Elvish there. I was like, what would Tolkien's word for Australia be? Something. Yeah. <laughs> something just to quiz Corey on when he's on, probably. You know? Oh, um You not have an th- answer. That's right. I know that Matt does his um for um Nerd of the Rings, he uh has a friend who helps him do these wonderful translations of dwarvish and um Nerd of the Rings he found like enthusiast of the and then plural of ring or something just clever lovely but how does the day find you anna maria
1: the day finds me well the day finds me with two separate fans pointed at me because the uk does not have the the infrastructure to handle heat but uh the day finds me well rested which is always a lovely development that's lovely
0: Okay, but see, you sound like a human, um, and Maria, But but we're not human. You and I are Amazon bots. I'm sorry. Someone told me on Reddit just now. Unfortunately, we're just Amazon bots because we're just positive.
1: <laughs> I, I was actually created in an Amazon warehouse. Uh, yep. I'm a ship. I'm a bot.
0: Yeah. I'll- what can you and do? What can you do? The, the, and that, that alliteration I do, patience, perspective, and positivity, that's just uh, clicky, it's just so that I, uh, I'm just, okay, see, I ran out of energy even in the middle of that, <laughs> for that level of enforced, like, seriously, like, um, what is it? It's tyrannical jadedness, isn't it, Anna Maria? Oh my goodness. Out there.
1: Yeah. It just seems like an exhausting way to live, you mm-hmm. know, like this, yeah. We don't have to live in a world of complete extremes. There is a happy median between fair criticism and, and still being able to enjoy something, but you know, and no room for nuance. No room for nuance in 2022. Oh no, of
0: course not. Um, <laughs> you honestly embody the very best of humanity. Now you take that on board. Don't you deflect that. Don't you <laughs> do- okay. Cause I know I, I, that's why I had to sneak it in stealthily so that your guard was down. Hold that, own that, own that lady, because thank you for being who you are, doing what you do. Seriously, the world, the future world is meant for the Anna of the world, okay?
1: Very kind. No worries. You did sneak it. In. You did sneak hey. it. In. I was <laughs> gonna-
0: <laughs> I do that with my fiance. So you get you get you the, the, the guard down. And it's like hold on. You actually look great today. You got great energy today. Shouts out and you do that. You got to do that for your friends as well. And you have to. It's 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 a scarcity. It's in um it's an endangered resource uh, which is just hope and and um not in that saccharine way. Not in that uh, you know one thing is people associate having hope to be like you know over functioning um toxic. Toxic positivity, that kind of weird narrative, um, but I just think hope that's genuinely born out of what, as you in turn so beautifully and, and um, you know uh, you know beautifully summarized, is that it's hope born from reality. It's born from pain, and it's hope born from all of the 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 charnel ground. If you know that that concept of uh, of of the world, and, and it's in, in despite and because of the darknesses, is that light, and that's what we that's what and that's that's the true authentic light that that you embody so there you go
1: thank you for that I think it's also hope born of grace I think mm. um, especially when we're talking about the new show I think a lot of the I mean a lot of the vitriol has been you know manufactured and I think exacerbated by particular particularly loud voices in the fandom and online but I think there's also like a deep uh, mistrust of, of large corporations which is mm. fair but the but there are also individuals, there are individual creatives um, yeah. who serve grace as we all deserve, deserve grace. And so that's where, that's where a lot of my hope resides, is in the grace for the individual and the grace for the artist.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. Mm. And yeah. One, one thing that I resonate with on that front is um, uh, the targeted uh, nature of this in particular for example no one's saying this about the boys no one's saying this about the expanse it's um as you said there's the uh outrage economy the the rage click economy out there to 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 consider but um if you do take that step back and realize that hey the the further look any pick any kindred beautiful company you connect with you follow that trail upwards there's probably not going to be i mean not that you want to be completely negative about the higher echelons of corporations but honestly you, you can find that bread trail anywhere so it really is a case of seeing what you what you yourself sort of materialize there in front of you and, and you can really spin things many ways but like you said it is just about that wonderful uh, greenhouse that they created you know all the worthwhile endeavors of our time dune comes to mind god of War comes to mind they had to create these uh, force fields against the being lambasted by doubt and negativity and jadedness and i often just kind of tai chi my way i i I kianu my way around some of what they say where i basically say look people said your exact narrative that you're pushing about god of war or about so-and-so whatever property where it's like there was a One heavy of
1: the greatest games of all time come on <laughs> there
0: you go we spoke with freya i think i showed you yeah i sent you that clip um danielle basuti you and her goddesses seriously you need to absolutely um, link up with her at some point i will pass on emails and things because uh, you guys would light up uh, a podcast together for sure and and my fiance as well it's there's this in it and i call it goddess energy i'm very unfettered about pointing it out when i see it it is that um what the world really, really desperately needs, not just in leadership, but, um, in, uh, a, a true, um, deficit of empathy, which I think the feminine, the sacred feminine, like seriously embodies and what, what we need. And you've got Nazanin Boriari, you have Morfith, you have fucking Makela, Aussie Pride, like all of these awakened and conscious and, and multifaceted creators and, you know, on the community side yourself, like goddesses everywhere. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> makes me very happy.
1: Absolutely. indeed I think yeah I, I think I think you know there's there's certainly the the gendered aspect of like who who is who's raised to be nurturing and empathetic, and then there's also you know, who's required to be empathetic mm-hmm. um, who is continuously put in positions where they have to be in order to continue navigating mm-hmm. the world with any positivity and something I've noticed on in multiple communities I inhabit, um people of all backgrounds. Because of the internet, empathy is the first to fall by the wayside. Mm. Um, and I say this as somebody raised by the internet, right? My brain mm. has been hardwired by the algorithms that encourage uh, binary yeah. thinking. Um, and so a great deal of my adult life has been unpacking that and relearning mm-hmm. empathy, and patience, and grace, and all of these things. And so I think you know. I think the thing that teaches us that is community. Yes. Real community, really touching base with people offline, reminding ourselves what it is to be human, and the vi- the variety within communities is what facilitates that relearning process. I think.
0: Truly, um, you're one of the most uh, well-spoken. Uh, I think you've probably heard this. Uh, uh, commentators, content creators, artists. We're going to talk about your performance art stuff. I was I. Was this close to putting a, a audition tape for Cirque du Soleil? I saw you do some cool Cirque oh du Soleil stuff. We're going to talk about that. Um, but so one thing that that just I really zero in on when it comes to your perspective on on these matters is uh, like for example, I'll cut to it in the clip now in the edit. Uh, your Beautifully phrased and repeated by Quickbeam. You know, Clifford jumped on and actually read it out verbatim. This beautiful summary you had for, um, for for for, for you know, and and beautiful with just oh, just this you know signal boosting of that important message of love, and uh, new better do better coming in with that assist just. Oh, got to get <laughs> him on the show too. Exactly. But what I want to say is you are so real and thank you for being real because in reality you realize that there is universes between zeros and ones between the binary, even though we're in the realm of zeros and ones from the from the internet. And we have, just to give you an idea, we just recorded an Avatar podcast. The next one we're recording is called The All in All of Us, right? Mm-hmm. In that each of us, in that we are... All of us and each other that which is empathy but then we also have what is it that you um, are the universe in a droplet like you know my my fiance knows all the beautiful roomy poetry of course but like we we encompass infinitudes not just multitudes and I just love voices out there who make that the basis of any conversation from then on there's like we are not trying to herd ourselves into groups and pitchforks and draw dividing lines where we're about this wonderful celebration of variety, not just like melting everything into a mush, like celebrating the individual. I like the phrase tossed salad. I like tossed salad. You know, it's healthy for you, and you just have this it's tossed, it's beautiful, blended.
1: and you. Yeah, but you, if you blended, yeah, if you blended right. the salad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to eat that.
0: Oh <laughs> no! Oh God! No goodness <laughs> me! And that's the no. I've 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 titled them in advance. Who knows if the if the blended salad motif repeats itself? We might have to retitle the episode. <laughs> but. Anna Maria, um, let us dive into your loter ID or whatever. By the way, you are the debut guest on the Lord of the Rings podcast. We have a few. I know. And I couldn't honestly, truly, and I know it. hopefully no one's like rolling their eyes like he's smoke blowing a lot. I, it's, it's complete sincerity and authenticity from me to you. Couldn't have hoped for a better first guest on the podcast. Thank you for like inaugurating that component of the show for sure.
1: Well, thank you for having me on. I'm so, (laughs) I honestly, when you messaged me after the panel started getting some traction, that made my whole day. Oh, Uh, because you know there is that very genuine fear of of being attacked for it, and so when that was one of the first bits of feedback I got, and then I looked at your work and I was like, wow, I've
0: got to
1: know this person. Yeah,
0: I had to, and it is that thing of when something resonates that strongly, it just, like, your hands start moving on their own. There's a great scene in Dune where he just, what is it, he's speaking to Rebecca um, Ferguson, and it's like that, he's just compelled, and she's compelled to, and there's this beautiful editing that happens, where it's like, before I knew it, I'd already shared Your panel snippet to like six of subreddits and then across the topic podcast network, you know, to Rings of Power. We have all these sub feeds, all of it in the name of um, democratization. A lot of people get into social media with this sort of, you know, (laughs) putting everything on one plate. But I really believe in that, that sort of um, diaspora, like just, you know, distribute things as widely as possible just to get as many eyes and your um, material, your content. you know your output just deserves so much signal boosting, so much support, and I'm just going to be in your corner always from here on. So you've got that from me. All right. Okay.
1: I I think you, I'm so overwhelmed with <laughs> the positivity and best it's,
0: way. It's just the and it's a, just a natural byproduct of just the alchemy of like, hey, I encountered this person, this person and their material, who they are, what they stand for, and it just unfetteredly just unfurls. So I had had to be expressed. Right there, you go. So, (laughs) love, love, only love. Okay, um, so you, in relation to Tolkien, that's a nice starting point. Um, I'm sure, you know, in the interest of, yeah, the Lota ID concept of what I'm trying to do with the show, what was when when Ana Maria met John Ronald Rule Tolkien? Tell us that story.
1: Well, I had the immense privilege of being raised by two Tolkien nerds. Um, So I was seven when I first read The Hobbit. We had a little family book club where anytime I would read a book, they would read it with me and they encouraged me to read aloud and they would read aloud to me so I could develop that skill. And so one of my most vivid early memories is sitting in the living room. I've reached the end of The Hobbit and I had to hand the book off to my dad because I was crying because Thorne was dying and I couldn't get through it. So I handed it off to him it was really sweet and then the year after that they let me watch the trilogy because i pet they're like you're too young you're too young i pestered them uh into letting me watch the fellowship uh as adapted by peter jackson mm-hmm. um that began that cinematic journey and then i was nine nine and a half when i uh got through the trilogy the texts um, and then I was 10 when I tried to read the Silmarillion, it didn't work. It, okay.
0: No, <laughs> but, no, see that's, and, and I don't blame you. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> it
1: a bit much, it a bit yeah. much. You know, a couple years passed and, um, I found myself wanting to know the Legendarium in the way that I knew the Harry Potter mm-hmm. books by heart when I was a kid. And so I remember I was 12 years old. I sat down with an open map. I sat down with a secondary text of the Silmarillion open to the glossary, and then the primary Silmarillion, I was like, I'm gonna get through
0: it. Okay, wait, now you can hear Ian McKellen, the year 34 of the second age, here follows the account of Isildur and the binding of the, and it's just like, you've got all the piles of paper around you, the candles and stuff. You have even got the I hair just, that's falling in because you've got the curly kind of hair. This is just, just research, you know? In the dusty
1: it. library, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so that was what really, you know, so really started the, the literary journey in earnest. You know, I was making my little, my little color-coded flashcards.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, the love is so real. There's probably people like washing their dishes, like squeezing their knees, being like, "This is so lovely and charming, beautiful." That's so wholesome, and that's what you want. You want, you want to be that unfettered about it. And uh, so, did you have the atlas? And like, you just you went all out. Oh my goodness.
1: All out, which is of course, oh god, which is of course, you know, when I turned like 14 and discovered Tumblr and the internet, I was like, (laughs) I must write, I must write the fan fiction to end all fan fictions. And I spent my entire teenage years writing myself into the canon.
0: Okay. This is. Okay, we have to right now, you've made this happen. This is your this is your fault. It's the best kind of your oh, fault no. though. We also have the Wizarding World podcast. Okay. Um I am yes, deeply Ravenclaw? I think. Potentially. Oh, okay. Slytherin. Slytherin, there you go. But but uh but a really integrated Slytherin who knows how to like Oh my God, like has the fangs, but then is like a a Slytherin in the shape of like a circle, but a heart, but like a heart, a heart led Slytherin. I like that. Okay, so you're talking about what they're doing right now. The, The actual slogan of it is called Live the Unwritten. It's Hogwarts Legacy, okay? So I'm just gonna beam this to you now. So we have also the Hogwarts Legacy podcast. That's the whole thing. With the Topic Podcast Network, there's a topic, there's a podcast for every topic, there you go. And you don't understand like you doing that like writing yourself into the canon is so resonant with Patrick McKay and J.D. Payne, doing it from that passionate place of uncovering and creation as discovery. You know, that's one thing that John Howe and Alan Lee would talk about. It's like as we were going, we weren't thinking of creating. We were thinking as like every brushstroke wasn't putting down pencil. It was was brushing away white, brushing away the paper, discovering something coming out from the paper. And from that beautiful authenticity I know you live from, I can already tell without even reading a page and I want to read them now, these these fan fictions. You, I'm certain, put the effort into integrating, like writing the prose like Tolkien, like wanting to really, you know, if this was like a a recipe, like kneading in that, that Tolkien flavor of integrating yourself, please tell us your character name. Was she an elf? Now we want to know, go for it.
1: No, what was so embarrassing was that, because generally fan fiction is written for for others to read, and I was like, no, Mm -hmm. this is just for me. It was fully me. The character was me. I was writing, using, you know, the mythology of the Valar and everything and Eru. I was like finding ways in which I would be sent back into time, uh, uh, understanding that Middle-earth is the history of our current Earth, you know. It was very self-indulgent. Oh, I love that. Excellent writing exercise uh, for, for a kid. Wait know? a second. So
0: hold on. So you're the stranger. No, hold on a minute. No, I'm gonna, OK, no. <laughs> the mask The opens with a meteor
1: falling from the sky. Indeed.
0: But but that idea of um of in, like, oh, that's wonderful. So it's actually you, Ana Maria, in the world navigating it. OK, so I'm going to just I'm going to date myself now. But when I was a kid, there was a I, I grew up in Italy, so there was a program called Pianeta dei Dinosauri, which is Planet of the Dinosaurs. And it was just a guy, again, Italians, I don't know, Europeans have a bit more of a quirky sense of, of, of just existence. And he was in a Mongolfiera, or what is it called, a, um, uh, a hot air balloon. And it's just this guy who imagines himself traveling back in time to the time of the dinosaurs, but like hanging out safely in a hot air balloon, just observing the dinosaurs and stuff i love that for you and i love that for if we've got any young listeners sometimes i'll try and watch my potty mouth but seriously follow on from um mama Ma- mama Ana Maria right here and like follow that follow that um beautiful kind of um se- sentiment and sensibility of uh of now you've got me wanting I-, I always do that by the way any of the fictional worlds you know avatar um i have a friend actually she um is such a great photo manipulator i'll probably actually commission her to do one few and she just she just um takes um she knows how to upscale them and everything and she actually turns them into like an elf or, or or anything so she's lovely she her name's becoming navi but she's starting one for lord of the rings too so like gonna yeah so just just stay tuned i'm gonna like DM you this, like, oh my god, it's Ana Maria now. She's like, would you be elvish, numenorian, uh, if you had to pick among the, the among those races?
1: Um, like within the context of traveling to the Third Age or just in general? just to- I mean,
0: the vibe you give Occam's Razor, which is like the thing I snap to magnetically, is numenorian slash elvish. Like that's half elven, numenorian, elvish. That's the vibe for you. Boom.
1: You know, I think I would go with half-elven leaving the decision to choose agelessness or mortality for a later date.
0: Okay, I like that. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Well, that was a latter uh, Lothar ID question, but we got, we got to that early. Amazing. Um, okay, well, so I have a host of separate questions just about specific works. Um, I love that you know about God of War, which is good. Um, I will once again impress. One of my things that I'm crusading for is just for people to to really cr- crack on to what really people want to do, which is, you know, Lord of the Rings Online is lovely, but especially mm. after Rings of Power, which in 19 days, Anna Maria, it really is a go- about to change. Like, you're, oh my gosh, I am just, uh, it is really um, inexpressible. Uh, I've told Varking from from a Fellowship of Fans, I've mentioned to him, he's, um, I don't know if I'll include this in the edit, but him and I are meeting up in New York uh, to go to the premiere and stuff. Whatever there is there, I will pick you up. Something, a T-shirt, something. If you if you're unable, to, I will. Believe. Don't
1: me. Put this, don't put this in the edit. Okay. But there are things happening outside of New York that I will be. You know, okay. I'm I'm based. I'm based in London, so in no need.
0: London. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs>
1: I could put it in a DM, but you know.
0: <laughs> no worries. All right, no worries at all. Okay, well then, if there's like a US thing, then I'll keep you in mind for that. And if there's like a UK thing, we'll probably be DMing. Who knows? It's gonna be, you know, how when you're at a party, it's like this. All bets are off. It's like you're you're participating. You're talking to people. You're meeting people. You're networking. You forget to reply. It's just that madness. And I genuinely, honestly, Anna Maria, I've I've um experienced um you know communities that um create their own idea of what's happening and then they're disappointed when things dissipate i we recently had a bit of that with the matrix resurrections i think um i personally loved it it loved it for what it said on a meta level but uh, there was a lot of um echo chambering uh and that's fine and look i love lana and she's wonderful and i love that film unto itself but it clearly it just said its thing and then and sort of went gracefully into you know probably hibernation again until matrix five but i can't state enough how this notion of the 55 hours how i love how they refer to it as that do you like don't you like that hearing someone say look we have this thing planned fully out like 55 hours of 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 middle earth Um, i
1: think after you know i think after the just the hectic craze around the Star Wars sequels, you know, and them not necessarily having everything planned from the start. And then just that continued clash of creative direction. I think I'm quite relieved to know that there is a very intentional game plan. And thankfully, I mean, thankfully, they have some some pre-written canon to abide by. But yeah, I love a plan. I love a plan.
0: (laughs) Gotta love a plan. It's it's a it's solo springing. It's um, it shows work. It shows research, you know. Um, and uh, ultimately, I said this with... Because um, they just delayed Hogwarts Legacy. Um, they said they are going to push it. You know, I love when people take their time. That's what works so well with the Peter Jackson, the PJT, whatever you refer to it as, is because they had ample time, and there was no Hobbit trilogy, Gil lil toro awkwardness, rush, nothing like that, and it, uh, it really behooves. And that's the same with House of the Dragon. Everyone has collectively taken that lesson on board of um don't rush and don't artificially extend or bloat which is the dune part 1 and part 2 they're not doing a trilogy Villeneuve is like we are the art buster you know really my favorite phrase nowadays is art as commerce it's like be- focus on the art then the commerce and timelessness will ensure okay. exactly so just focus on the art and then everything will follow on from there including making everyone happy from the money point of view but it's it's the art that that creates that, create that uh, lineage and that um, that legacy for sure. Oh my, okay, well, um, I, I actually now, like we've gone into the lot- lotter. we'll come back to it, but um, I have found myself fascinated by this multifacetedness of yours. So in London, the acting and the performance is, is what I'm very interested in. So please, if you could edify us.
1: Yes, of course, um, after, Spending, if you know my most of my adult life working for practical jobs to provide for family and all that good stuff I saved up to do to follow the real dream uh which is to pursue acting and um I was privileged enough to get into my dream school the the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art here in London which has been a dream and I'm doing doing the freaking thing okay, starting, <laughs> starting, absolutely all the dreams are coming through and oh, you know it is it is Jackson's trilogy that originally cemented the dream. That's so wonderful. it really feels like everything is coming full Aww. circle all in the same year.
0: <laughs> okay, wonderful. Now now that we're in that space of, of, of wholesomeness and loveliness, if I, because that's the, that's the goal with me, one of my thing is I just, I, I, I and we had this with, with, with Danielle, I just know that at some point Viggo will have a very slow day, a slow Tuesday, Or Dominic will have a a pretty boring Wednesday. I'll just at some point manage to continue this Lord of the Rings Chronicle. Which person do I call Ana Maria as my co-host to speak with? Is it Cate Blanchett? Is it who? Tell me. I need to know. And then I will cut this clip in.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Truthfully, truthfully, this is a bit of a long shot. I would, Sir Ian McKellen, I would just over the moon he's one uh, of the
0: first that i'm going for most assuredly most
1: assuredly um, But and then truly i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean any of them especially from the i actually have my most controversial take is i enjoyed the hobbit movies i understand no that's okay like, you know i understand from like a critically engaging with art perspective i understand the flaws but
0: you they're wholesome. I mean, if you it's throw fun. them on, they're fun. So um, uh, Richard, yeah. um, who, Richard who,
1: Armitage. You know, okay, I, I do. I go. love, I love what the Hobbit movies did, just in terms of making the individuality of the dwarves vibrant. So like, I have so much love for the dwarves and Bard and Thranduil. You know, I have a, mm-hmm. I have a lot of love for the the portrayal mm-hmm. of the individual characters. But yeah, anyone, anyone okay. from the original trilogy would. I mean, I would lose my mind to meet okay. Viggo, to meet right. Kate. You know,
0: okay. just, Expect I need my Expect you can. Yeah. You you have you have now been officially put on uh, on Amber alert. I'll just say for for upcoming mini DMs on Instagram, being like, Anna Maria, will you co-host with me for this and that and the other? So there you go. Okay. Fun, fun, fun. Um, so performance. Now it's interesting because I see the. I mean, people have have different repertoires and focuses and. Um, you know, I love Andy Circus for his physicality. You know, and, and um, uh, it seems, if I'm not mistaken, that with your kind of um, your like fabric work and and, and sort of, uh, I guess you would say, physicality lit, like also, um, what's his name, my my wonderful Terry Terry Notary. You know, yeah. are you looking at maybe uh, chiming in with Andy for for some performance uh, performance capture work there? Or, or would you? What's your, what's your direction that you'd like to go into?
1: Um, well, I think I'm in terms of short-term goals. I'm, I'm most interested in uh, just normal on-screen acting. Oh, beautiful! Mm-hmm. Uh, although my first love will always be the stage mm-hmm. and the, and the the experience of creating magic ephemeral magic in concert Mm -hmm. with an audience that's Mm -hmm. different each time uh that's very special to me um but i have it's interesting you are the third person in the last week to bring up either stunt work or mocap to me because absolutely um performance capture
0: not not mocap it's it's something because the thing is i i held it to be an accepted thing is like you have that presence just in, in and of yourself, just like that grace and I'll I'll say it, beauty, like you, you you embody that. You have um this the ethereality. You have a lot that honestly, I mean if the showrunners for seasons two, three, four, they've already Which... promised Stephen Col- Stephen Colbert that he's gonna be on. Let's start manifesting that I'm telling people listening, viewing, oh watching, start that just collective ritual of of manifestation to get um okay. Anna Maria onto at least, come on. We have to. We have to be getting you on that show. <laughs> all right. The,
1: you are You're my right. agent now. You're my publicist. You're I my.
0: <laughs> Oceania region. I am your Oceania region uh, agent <laughs> publicist. I'll make it happen. I'll see. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's. And I and I really mean it because what you're going to look at is you have. Um, Earea. What's what's what is the wonderful name of the sister of of Ellendil. Yes, it...
1: yes, 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 yes. It does start with E A. It, it does definitely start. Which I love, start with
0: E-A. like creation itself. What a name! What a name for your daughter. Oh goodness me!
1: So, it's uh, sister. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, think...
0: I, I think it is Arya. There you go. And what I envision, and I like to just manifest things like Minds Eye Cinema, is that um, there's going to be some stuff going down in that that lovely neighborhood of Numenor. And what I can very much see is. Uh, I just love how a lot of things is going to be, in some ways, the anti Game of Thrones. Like, if there's like a Numenor, like, uh, you know, we've seen the Elvish strike team, right? <laughs> Which is led by Galadriel with the, you know, affectionately Aliyup shot or whatever from that teaser. But if there is this specialized warrior unit where you still need that, like, that kind of grace and presence and everything that you could just jump in as and just really stand out and, like, lead that. There's Numenorean ninjas, okay? I'm just gonna say that.
1: (laughs) Albert is writing me into the canon as we speak. Uh (laughs) You
0: you do look like the lead Numenorean ninja, and now there's a request officially to put out some kind of um, fan art for that. Because imagine, imagine if there was, you know? I'm, it's, and, and frankly, we do know, I don't. Did Tolkien actually help me, Tolkien scholar? Was it was it a PJ? Was it a P, Peter Jacksonism? The idea of elves not leaving any footprints was that his idea, or was that Tolkien?
1: Because I, I know it's canon that the elves uh, walk extremely lightly. Mm, mm. Um, I'm thinking of specifically that scene um, with Legolas. Yeah, but I think it is as per the as for the books legolas was canonically so walking so lightly that he did leave footprints. i believe that is a talking okay assumption.
0: all right yeah. well then your mid-season twist for when this numenorian ninja woman leader of this kind of because the thing is i can just see stuff like that that it it will be brought down by as we know from the Silmarillion, it, it is and from just the extended um appendices it's I mean, for for God to get as angry as he does with Numenor, like, there has to be a lot of what... Um, uh, a, a lot of... Uh, without going into Game of Thrones territory, I'm sure, but I just... when I Whenever I look at Tristan Gravel's, like, raised eyebrow and whenever I think about the political... It won't get too crazy. I know. So... I wonder if one of Tristan's endeavors. Obviously, I prefer to cast you on the on the more positive side, not to be with the, you know. I mean, there's there's the faithful. There's all of these things we've learned from the recent articles, but uh, that could be such an interesting character. And then you'll get cries for a spinoff. Obviously, it's like we want the Numenorian ninja spinoff. It's... You've
1: got my whole career. <laughs> yeah, I just do.
0: All right. I just because I, uh, well... I have that producer hat on. I'm actually technically always on the lookout for like having hosts like i'm just the producer i but i end up hosting them by default anyway (laughs) so there you go
1: i am trained in the not the screen fighting not stage fighting but the martial art of twin swords so
0: well what do you have right here lady with your with your earrings come on
1: (laughs) come on come on i'll do do it all
0: (laughs) brilliant amazing okay now i want you to give me on that on that um tone on that note of um of Mind's Eye Cinema, which I find that podcasts, even though we're doing the video version, it'll be out on YouTube as well, podcasts have a wonderful uh, lineage tradition back to the radio play days, back to like describing, you know, really firing up the imagination. I'm a big fan of what I sadly don't see too much of out there with some of the discussion podcasts. There's a lot of, you know, (laughs) I'll just say it lovingly, like nitpicking and just doing this. I'll I'll do an impression of your average Lord of the Rings podcaster. You know, I'm just wondering, you know, if that's, you know, you know, if that's like really following because if you know, I'm just I'm just I have a lot of questions. There's there's, an air usually, and I sometimes find this is there's an air of um, overt skepticism. As you said, healthy skepticism, no problem. That's fine. And I always value hearing that. But when people just don't lift up. It's like seeing a plane that's just not flying. It's like, let's take flight. Like, let's have this, let's start speculating. So give me pure, because you're an artist, give me pure imagery. This is what Spielberg would do before he wrote a script. He's like, what do I want to see? He'd sit with his writers and say, what would I love to see? For me, I have some stuff Mm. with the eagles that I'd like to see, for example. What Mm. from your experiences literally being in and traveling the legendarium, as you have told us that you've done, that you would love to see? Images, even even glimpses.
1: I would personally love to see an actual in-depth view of Entish culture pre-loss of the Entwives. Like, I want like I want drone shots throughout the forest, like teeming with life, like literal moving, walking life with the Entwives, Um, which we might we might get.
0: I just want to say. (laughs) You're Freaking me out because my thing was going to be Ents as well, right? Is is my hey, ah, kindred what's up? Like wavelength, okay, <laughs> gosh, that'll but it'll break my heart though. I see it's the double edge, sure, the beautiful, cool drone shots, and that'll be amazing. But then the more we focus on them, the more we'll be shattered when sadly what happens happens, you know. You and
1: see? I love that because so know. much of it, you know, when I was a kid and I was writing, I was so obsessed with the the idea of the Ents and the Entwives and again my fixation was always on on things that fade Mm -hmm. um and so the heartbreak of it and just the the way that Yavanna lives on in the tale of the Ents and the Entwives um is really important to me because she's she's amazing and I love Yavanna Um, yeah I think that for the third age to hit even harder than it already does I mean people we love the trilogy. We love the, the, the original adaptation. Um, for that to have even more gravity, I think we need to really understand what was lost. Mm. And so, of course, we need to we need to fall in love completely and utterly and desperately, uh, with these okay. precious beings. You know, I'm. I want. I want my uh, gut to wrench okay. apart.
0: <laughs> All right, I've got you now in mind for another one with Bear McCreary, who recently, I'll put it on the edit now, he chimed in on my theory for Sauron's theme. Sauron's theme has ten notes in it, which is nine and one, and the Nazgul... So like... That's right, so nine Nazgul, one to rule them. Nazgul also is going to be huge for me but what I have in mind for you now while we're still on Ents is you know there's going to be a song called Lament for the Entwives that's it's going to happen and it's and uh and would you are you much into music do you kind of enjoy the musical symbolism and analysis it does add a whole new layer honestly
1: Albert Howard Shore has been my number one artist on spotify wrapped
0: every year since okay spotify year. i answered my i mean you answered it for me but there you go kindred <laughs> kindred spirit indeed um yes uh you also said something beautiful about focusing on some on, on things passing and that's something that infused definitely lord of the rings for me there's another author he's definitely influenced by tolkien um his name also J, jd um um Cronice, uh, None may see the shimmering none may see again the shimmering of Avalon or know the faces of the races man has cursed. That he's a he's a he's a it's it's a, a from an album called Age of Winters and that's from a song called Lament for the Aurochs and he also has a song called March of the Lore. Um, I will send you all this stuff you'll really enjoy it. It's 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 heavy. It's it's metal. There's also a song on it called Freya. It's it's And you know it opens with a, a quote from yeats come away O human child to the waters and the wild with a fairy hand in hand for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand and um this leads me now into very much wanting to see markella has confirmed it: there will be singing and i want to see the reci- i know i know all right, the reciting of poetry like to see mm. that 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 tolkienian component in in the, the performances itself i would love to hear someone lay like, like in turn and perform these lays you know and someone to i don't know i obviously Gilgalad is going to be another entwife situation of we fall in love and then we have to <laughs> guts torn so out many, oh. so many so
1: many characters my god it's like wow we're so excited for you to be on the show and to pass away tragically
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should okay benjamin walker for sure you be be careful, or I will seriously like spam you to be co-host for some of these things because I know you'll love. I'll do it all. I love all right. I
1: love co-hosting. Absolutely.
0: Silly. so you probably you do have a what's your activity within the podcasting sphere? I've done a few, I'm sure.
1: Well, actually, I um I have a background in journalism, which is mm-hmm. where that comes from. I am less a content creator and more an artist now, just because I've are. tried. I can tell. No, 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 not that. Oh, oh. Very quick clarification: not that content creation isn't art, um, cool. because it absolutely is. But I mean, like uh, in terms of uh, uh, in person, in person mm. art, and performance. Mm-hmm. So. Totally. performer not art. Yeah, yeah, I
0: do both as well. You know, with the patterns and the tattoo yeah. design and all that. You know, for sure. Oh, heck oh, heck. oh yeah, there's yeah, stuff heck. here. Yeah, it's all based on morphogenesis, which is um, the uh, na- the the mechanism by which all patterns are created in nature. That's that's mm. morphogenesis. Mm-hmm. There you um, go. That's yeah, why I. I love trees. (laughs) I love things that grow.
1: (laughs) Shout out trees. Shout out trees. I think I have an ongoing thread on Twitter of like all the different trees I wish I could (laughs) be <laughs> oh that's um, so crazy. Crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now let's get really serious about Ismael Cruz Cordova and how he's going to be like the Ent chosen and that's why his freaking breastplate is like this yeah. and the Ents mm-hmm. maybe want to choose him to be to make sure that their will is enacted and he's like because that's him getting to remember he gets like gets wrapped by the Ents hands or whatever so I have a feeling he gets given his Ent quest that's my theory
1: I quite like that because I'm I don't know it's what's interesting about the show so far and what we've heard is that we haven't seen a whole lot on the side of the Valar. like they're just kind of that specter right okay. they're that external pressure um for the Numenorians, but obviously through the ends through the existential question of why can't we have agelessness i mean they're they're present mm. um the actors themselves i think. I think Tristan Gravel was the one in his interview where he mentioned that the ban of the Valar is hanging over Mm -hmm. Numenor. And so I would love. I would just love for there to be some sort of indirect champion of Yavanna, a champion of the Ents, Um, because that also raises the stakes or that also makes the loss more heartbreaking. If there was a battle Mm -hmm. for their preservation, if there was someone fighting and he failed Ooh,
0: there I you heard go. That. I mean, Arundir as a champion of Yavanna. You know, I mean, that even rolls off the tongue. Arundir, champion of Yavanna. Like that's glorious. Ooh. And uh, my word, am I looking forward to? I, I mean, I love the canon, and I, I truly do. I mean, you know, I cannot wait to see Morfith as uh, as Galadriel, who 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 really nailed it in that in that Moria scene. I, uh, not Moria, but uh, the you know the, the depths. You know, uh, whose hand is flame unquenched, like. Goodness me! You have to add that to your reel, or oh, you know, because I know you actors have your reels. Like you need to perform some of these, and the oh, was it the um the different meters that these things are being read in, and how much attention's being paid. And I saw today I, I shared it. It was Morfith was talking about how there's someone's job on set is to see how dust behaves around various different elements to make sure that the CG is is beautifully like who has a dust coach on stage? Like they care. God damn it. The, yeah.
1: yeah. That's what gets me. It's like, you, you know, to all of the, again, bad faith critics, it's like, have,
0: mm-hmm. Hate have
1: you been paying attention to, like, my God, the uh, <laughs> the designer of the show just, you know, released that lovely article breaking down a single image mm. of Numenor. It's like every square centimeter of wow. these costumes and sets. And it's like, goodness, this is like, I mean, this is what a level.
0: Yeah. This is what I was uh, yeah. I mean, this
1: is exactly the level of detail that we were given in the original trilogy
0: with with the good 20 plus years of cg advancement and everything to add and to, to to further your point so eloquently expressed is um the power and the magic of tolkien to summon in those adapting his works a spirit of self-surpassing a spirit of of challenging oneself to to evolve and there is a there is a, um, a Peter Jackson that, when given this duty, when given this, you know, he must have very much related to Frodo himself with being this this, this franchise bearer, this this lore bearer, if you will. And uh, to hear that humility in—I call them McCain, by the way, collectively. I'm trying to get it to catch on because we have a pizza here in Australia called McCain's Pizza. Anyway, um, sorry, uh, yeah. But Patrick McKay, J.D. Payne—they also talk about you know feeling that that weight and and when you feel that weight of what is what what lord of the rings is which is um a a one man's like lifelong endeavor it's what i'm doing at least humbly to do with the quantum myth which is this thing that i'm writing if i can find it yeah i'm trying to write a hundred stories over a hundred years of being alive yes yes Yes. and and that's in, but that's in this thank you exactly i'll send you a copy um yes but, but yes but the professor as you beautifully expressed about on his on his you know his epic like that is better than luthien on his tombstone with his with his wife like a man who dedicated his life to mythopoeia to paracosmica you know um that 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 makes that <laughs> meet the feebles guy that brain dead guy that <laughs> you know <laughs> mm-hmm. um it makes um that bad taste you know filmmaker from new new zealand suddenly discover as frodo you know he was just this hobbit you know being a hobbit in the shire he gets this mission this weight and he becomes this worldly uh, you know focused um and still on, still having a, a, a balls of fun i mean you know like uh, on the friendship onion they were talking about how peter was just never sleeping but they would ask him how are you like you seem exhausted he's like i would ra- i wouldn't rather be doing anything else like this is Taking what one man did to to make an earnest attempt at creating a a feasible ancient history for a whole country, to the point of creating multiple languages for it, there's a humility. Something alchemically happens when there's an earnest, you know, mission that one gives themselves to elevate themselves, and it's you saw it with Peter Jackson. So I'm just saying, hey, you know, and that was Peter Jackson (laughs) with. Never having done anything like that before. Uh, Sure, he did get the three-film deal, but that was right at the very edge, you know, when they were pitching it. But this is post-eight seasons of Game of Thrones learning all of those lessons. Post-Hobbit Trilogy learning all of those lessons. And these fresh faces who really, seriously seem like they want to truly give it their absolute best and even be worthy of being alongside. There's even a chance, you know, I try to be humble with these things, but... With the, with the amount of love that collectively is being put to them, they may. Some people are even saying, you know, little whispers of like, if they can go beyond. Peter Jackson, we'll see. Obviously, that's 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 for the for the years to tell. But, but yeah, that's that's the energy I'm getting. There's so much there. Of, but I want to hear your thoughts about that. Of of artists that that produce in someone a desire to 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 evolve, to like push themselves to to be worthy of adapting something. What can you speak to with that?
1: Yeah, this is when we get to the immateriality of great art and when it transcends into the divine, Hmm. right? When it becomes, when it becomes so vast that you can no longer quite touch or contain the essence of it. Hmm. Um, And I think again, yeah, the professor was so extraordinary in that regard where like, there aren't many comparable stories of someone you see that in like the, the ancient sculptors and the painters. And now you have this literary figure who was so called by something he couldn't quite name. Because um, he also, he he talked about it in the same way that those sculptors talked about uncovering and discovering the thing that's already there. You know, he, he said, you know, sometimes I feel as if I'm not inventing it at all um, and to to make that impractical ongoing choice of I'm going to dedicate my entire being to this thing that I cannot name and that even in his lifetime he couldn't finish and then and that spark of divine had to be kept a- a light by his son and now by his grandson and now that that thing that is sacred um does move true artists in a way that can't helped. It can't be fought back against. It's it's this overwhelming, um, this overwhelming tsunami of inspiration mm-hmm. and awe and reverence and fire. Um, and seeing that, seeing that flame in the actors when I met them in prison and in the showrunners was the first thing that finally made me feel confident um, and have true faith. Because I was like, oh, as an artist, who grew up revering Tolkien as a literary ancestor, someone whose, whose words have shaped my words, whose sensibilities have shaped what I value. Um, seeing that kindred spark put me at ease more than any think piece could, more than any interview could. And, and yeah, it would be incredible if they were able To transcend and push it further because you know Jackson did something divine as well, Mm -hmm. and that is the power of adaptation right of taking something sacred. And igniting a second flame or you know that that's the power of art that transforms through engaging with the original source material, so I have. I have a great deal of faith and i don't say that in order to generate even more pressure because no, god knows these artists just, are operating
0: <laughs> everything you're saying speaks so um it is so and this is what the hate wagon is terrified of is that it is logic like the logic of this sublimeness the logic of, of how it follows that someone who puts this much effort and believes in it this much would create not just something beautiful in their lifetime but in Generations, and and I love that allusion to the lighting of one beacon lighting the other. Cut to that scene in Return of the Jedi. One of the most moving, goosebump-inducing pieces of music ever when it's the lighting of the beacons. Great metaphor. I won't be able to not think of this exact moment every time I see that now. I'll think of, oh, yes! yes. Okay, so um, Ana Maria and I talking about the carrying on of, of this, this worthwhile flame. By the way, that flame, I sense it in you, and another stealth had to mention this. It, it, it takes it to recognize it in others, in the in the artists and the actors you met, and in in this series for sure, definitely. And that's someone who understands it and lives from that flame so purely is destined for that like fate, uh, that like path. So that's you, boom. All right, um, <laughs> Thank have we?
1: For that. <laughs>
0: Most absolutely. Okay, so in our last, oh my gosh, we could definitely like just go for it, like, just talk forever. Hours. Um <laughs> I hope I'm not overstepping. My Italian side's coming out. I'm just, you're not, no discussion. You have to jump back on the show at some point. Like, that's it. I'm automatically inviting. Okay.
1: I'm there. I'm there. You ha- like, I am obsessed with everything you're doing. Oh. I feel like we have kindred spirits. sure. so lovely in every way. Absolutely. I'm there. Okay.
0: There you go. And obviously always pending your availability. I'll never just like, yeah. So may the scheduling gods be, be, be kind. Um, I do Um the Eru, exactly. So, do you like Eru, <laughs> or do you like to say the full Eru Iluvatar? Iluvatar is I so beautiful. Like,
1: I actually like Iluvatar as Iluvatar. a stand. That's
0: right.
1: I just, I just like the um, because Iluvatar just sounds like illumination, and mm. I just, I just like that light imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love. I actually love the fifty names for every being Oh thing, because I think it's so real. Because I think True. it's so to folk canon yes you know um how many names uh, does
0: gandalf have like i think olorim uh give me give me at least mithrandir. three names three names okay
1: olorin mithrandir yeah. uh storm crow uh-huh. um you <laughs> know the gray and off the white yeah. um you know <laughs> yeah no i
0: love that no and and we'll we'll go all the way in there and and speaking of okay now i'm so glad we we happened upon it it has to be at least pre-release a question i'll have to substitute it with something else but who do you think the stranger is? That's another loter ID question. Who, who, who could it be, Maria?
1: I don't think, cause, okay, it's like I've read all the theories. I've read the theories. I don't think, I don't think it's any of the Istari because that doesn't align hmm. with canon. And though I'm not one of the people who's like, it has to be canon. You know, I, I just, I don't know. That's, I don't know that that, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's an original character... I like that.
0: I support that. I think
1: that. it's an original character who is a bit of an abstraction, perhaps, in the way that Bombadil was an abstraction.
0: Thank um, you. Yeah.
1: That's my take, and I could be dead wrong, but that's my take.
0: <laughs> He's t- Tom Bloobadil. like he, he could be this beautiful <laughs> fusion of the ideas of... Um... Uh, of 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 tom and the blue wizards it's yeah there's there's an istari energy to someone returning to the earth with purpose um there's something there okay i like that and we will revisit this i'm going to be doing a a big mega clip of everyone's thoughts on the stranger um i do
1: have a theory though that is unrelated yes here's the thing so I think one of the most delightful uh, aspects of having Sauron and playing Mm -hmm. with Sauron and Anatar is just this idea of forms. And so some friends and I have just like the most ridiculous fun, uh, trying to figure out if one of the new characters is one of the forms of Sauron. Mm -hmm. And we have this isn't fully based on logic. We're at this point just engaging.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Oh, my God, just riffing. Yeah. Um,
1: we're like Halbrand is pretty suspicious. Um uh why, what do you mean? He's just he's just on a raft. He's just on a raft and he happens to come across Galadriel. He's just a guy. He's just a handsome guy who comes across Galadriel. That's pretty it's pretty convenient for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's I'm just starting theories um for the sheer fun of it now. That's the theory I'm fun. throwing out.
0: <laughs> and I'm I'm big on that. Big on that indeed. This tails me to interesting cuz that just evokes, you know, gathered on the couch talking riffing speculating um we have our activities that we'll be doing with the premiere um but once we enter that beautiful rhythm of like okay baby it's freaking lord of the rings wednesday well let's fucking hang out let's get some (laughs) snacks all right. So tell me, give us paint a little mind picture, um, sort of a word picture rather of what, what your regular routine. Who's coming to your house? What what are the snacks? What's the the Lord of the Rings um, the Rings of Power? Anna Maria's routine every week. Go.
1: What's funny, I'm like figuring that out in real time right now, because mm-hmm. if the premiere is on a Friday, mm-hmm. and so, and I have class till six on Fridays, <laughs> and then we usually all go, go out as a class after, you know, each evening. And so I'm like, am I gonna start abandoning people? To, I probably Damn. will. Okay, uh, I well, might There's Friendships three, will be
0: tested <laughs>
1: Friendships will be tested and they're going to have to deal with it frankly But there is one classmate of mine Who is a huge Tolkien nut, And mm-hmm. so my personal agenda Is to convert all 17 Of my classmates Into Tolkienites by the end Of the show <laughs> And so that... I might offer his house uh, he's, <laughs> He has a lovely massive space That he shares with three roommates That we go lovely. to frequently So I'm going to Perhaps, perhaps that, okay. as Gandalf would gently nudge him into. I you told
0: know. you to take her staff. <laughs> 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 just coming in, you know. Um, I told you to take her phone. Like yeah. And
1: and I mm-hmm. will say some you know, so, some of my friends who are, are talking creators, we've already been like, we have to Facetime after.
0: Yes, uh,
1: we, live, we live all oh, over the world.
0: Absolutely, yeah. and what I'll do is I'll just you know for the first few, I'm sure we just kind of want to. Th- you know just immerse but maybe for like episode 7 I'll just be like Anna Maria we're getting there how about we do we'll click that what is it that group what group watch function on 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 what is it amazon or whatever and that i don't know i've got i've got I'll have it on the on the on the smart tv at home or whatever and, and i have never tried that i suppose again with the spirit of lord of the rings kind of opening this like oh what what are these new things i can try i could definitely see cuz i'm a big believe it or not even though i do the Toby Podcast Network, I'm a massive Luddite. Like, I, i <laughs> someone was like, Do you, oh, so what's your program you use for to create the countdown post? I wasn't, I was like, I'm, oh, and I'll, I and i will i have not replied yet, but I just, I am so against Photoshop. You have no idea. <laughs> I just, I hate it. It's
1: awful. It's awful and it makes your laptop wheeze. Like, it's thank on you. Its okay. Correct. Now,
0: once again, the kinship deepens. That's another potential title of the episode. Lady what what am I going to do with you seriously such a fucking <laughs> such a beautiful time come to Australia hang out you you will never know want woman no finger will be I'm lifted. the bucket whip. <laughs> do it okay well let me know cuz like that's it's going to happen and and cuz that's the thing is like what is it you, you accommodation all that you won't. We will form a little Anna Maria Fellowship just to make your experience here like as super easy as possible. We'll be like, okay, I'll help with accommodation. I'll help with like food or whatever the fuck. Like we'll we'll group design this experience um, for sure. Okay, well, I suppose, you know, I mean, questions, why questions? We could just riff fucking, why, why? What? What even? I always, I've always preferred just like riffing. Anyway, that's another thing that I just can't really get my head around is the idea of like interviews. It's just when we okay, all right. Here's a mini thing. When we speak to three, two, one in the edit, Joseph, which you saw, I sent you the um, little screen cap to the Adar. What is your wink? What is your um, Adar theory? This this uh, this man who we've only seen in profile, holding his amazing sword, which is clearly the same one from that teaser poster. Adar means father. You know, um, what's your thoughts on this man who we're going to speak to in October? You and I.
1: I know that you know. There's this theory going around that he he is actually one of the forms of of Sauron. Okay. Um, I just, but I that seems too obvious to me. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Too early. You know what
1: I mean? Um, like that seems. Cause he, you know, he has this like villainous slant to his state. Like that just seems way too, hmm. way too on the nose. Um, But certainly I am interested. I'm always interested in like the idea of the corruption of the elves. And you know, they're, Tol- Tolkien himself kind of battled with the like, our orcs corrupted, corrupted elves are, you know. Interesting. Um I'm kind of interested in seeing the early warping like biologically, almost, of the mm-hmm. elves, and I'm wondering if he could be, like, a father of, like, the father of the twisted elves. I'm interested in Father
0: that. of the orcs. It's done. Yeah. Adar, father. Wow. Etymolo- yeah. Etymo- etymological Easter eggs. The triple E. Big fan. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're
0: gonna love it. Oh, man. Okay, so we can get etymological together, too. Kinship, yo. I dig it. Um, okay okay now that we're now that we're really off the rails which i love so you mentioned wizarding world is a teensy bit of you interested in house of the dragon which they're similarly putting a whole bunch of thought and consideration into they're really going all out for that one imagine the 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 generosity of every week we're going to be seeing these shows what are your thoughts on it are are you go for it
1: Um, I have a tangle of thoughts. Um, I am Go. more interested in it than any, and then actually any more of the of the Harry Potter properties, just because I've experienced a little bit of heartbreak. Uh, Me too. But we don't have to talk about that. We're all Sorry. we all know. Um, <laughs> I was so anti House of Dragon until Comic Con because I was I was mm-hmm. listen. I am a spurned ex. Okay, <laughs> oh. Game of Thrones broke my heart
0: oh my heart
1: never again
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: now this shiny new this shiny new person is coming into my life and all of my friends are watching it and it looks so good and i was in the tube underground yesterday and was staring Mm. at this massive advertisement for house of the dragon i was like god i'm gonna watch it and i hope i'm gonna love it
0: absolutely Uh, there's a beautiful thing which certain i always find it you know, heartening when I see it. Sometimes it can be ham fisted, o- overwrought, but whenever I sense, and hopefully this isn't just me mapping my own thoughts to it and seeing what I want out of it when it's not there, but Mm-mm. there's a line in the trailer called, you know, we play an ugly game and you have the determination to win it, you know, which is Otto Hightower's line to his daughter. Um, I, um, so once again, there's a, there's, they're having to deal with their own jadedness yeah. committee and gatekeeping ah. and all of that about that once again they created a beautiful bubble around that series of and george r r martin which is really to the level of basically having the equivalent of tolkien alive and and there he's seen all 10 episodes and he said it's exactly what i wanted it to be and just imagine being able to have that affirmation from the creator of it himself and 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 what i want to say actually you know and matt smith is very classy is like my best friend is in uh Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, you know. Who did, who was it again? He said, "Was it Nazanin? It was someone. It's someone. One of the main. Oh no, Morfith, Morfith Clark. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I cannot wait. And I wouldn't even be opposed to Matt Smith appearing on Lord of the Rings and Morfith to appear in latter seasons of Hope I would. Hopefully. I would love there to be kumbaya between those two shows, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I am. I am excited. now that I, you know, similarly read I was like, oh, I'm just you know, replicating a problem, and everybody mm. in Comic-Con reframed me. Now I'm just generally <laughs> excited for the fact that we are finally, mm. after so many years of, you know, taking a little turn into dystopia, then superheroes, mm. whatever, mm. we're re-entering another golden age of fantasy on screen, which is what, that was the yes, era please. I was in and now I get to live it as a <laughs> doll and what a precious, precious thing, you know. That
0: is so wonderful. Oh my, that's almost beautiful enough of a sentiment. Now that I, now that everyone collectively smiling and supporting you and sending you good good juju. Listen, that's that's <laughs> a good point to look. Send you, bear you forth into the rest of your day. What time is it there, by the way?
1: It is noon. It is okay. noon, and I'm about to go to a lesson on twin swords. So. No. <laughs> not before
0: not not before supper <laughs> no that's, right. that's later <laughs> in the day what's the meal now for you guys in in the uk elevens elevensies no no i you know it's uh, <laughs> we have to invent yeah. one okay we have yeah. to
1: invent one. noonsies no, noonsies okay yeah
0: noonsies. that sounds appropriately <laughs> noonsie also Noonzy sounds like a hobbit name noonsie brandyfoot <laughs> it does have to it down like a okay name. Check it out. writing room that's it we're just creating our own little sub series here Numenorian ninjas i'm just kind of summarizing things to manifest so please manifest for Numenorian ninjas to happen um and just sending you good vibes all times getting you back on the show down the line uh for recaps or or riffing all that good stuff i feel like i've made a made a true friend today what a privilege and, and honor and and what a loveliness to meet you for sure right
1: Thank you so much. You are the best and I'm excited to count you as a friend now. I will for sure be back.
0: (laughs) For sure. Okay. Well, make sure to have a lovely rest of your day. Be well, Anna Maria. Bye. (laughs) See you. bye. Bye.